This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Okay, it's 101. It's Gary. It's Lisa. So we lost uh, Sean Connery over the weekend. You probably saw the bad news. I didn't realize he had been that sick. I knew that he he had said at one point in time, you know, no one wants to see me anymore in the movies, so I'm just going to not do them anymore. But he was very sick. Yeah, and, he had dementia, apparently. Oh, yeah, sure. But he died in his uh, died sleep. in his sleep. Yeah, you his, know his wife was uh, actually relieved. She said for him that yes. living that way after living the life oh, he yeah. lived was no kidding? way to live. Yeah, it's a very sad, a very terrible uh, disease. Uh, he had one son, uh, Jason. Uh, Jason Connery. I believe it is Jason. Yes. And uh, did some stuff in the movie business, mostly you know behind the scenes. Did not look all. I mean, he looked like his dad, but it's one of those things where it's sort of like Paul McCartney's son. Doesn't have those dapper. Uh, no, does not have. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Okay. So here's uh, here's Chris because we're talking about what is the best Bond theme of all time and why. I thought one of the good ones was uh, the one from uh, Spectre with uh, Sam Smith. Can never oh, remember yeah. the name of it though. You, hang on a minute. Let's see if I can find it in here. We got to look at our computer file here. Uh, is it the writings on the wall? Yes. That's it. Uh, yeah, I think that's the one. Yep, yep. Here, let's play a little bit of that. So it's good. We like that. Yeah. Yeah, very first good. First time I heard it released, uh, I, I was kind of turned off. From it. You know, it kind of sounded like non-standard for a typical Bond theme. But then uh, once you kind of listened to it, it was it was kind of more of a like the classic style Bond. Right, exactly. Kind of down, foreboding, like somebody's about to die. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Hey, thank you for that. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You guys have a good day. You too. Sam Smith. wonder if that's his real name. That's his sounds real name. Like, sounds like an alibi. No, it's his real name. <laughs> sounds like a shooting name for himself. <laughs> Sam Smith. I'm up in 007 heaven right now with Roger. Mm. Mm. Somebody says, uh, how about that song Goldfinger? Nah, I didn't think of that one. <laughs> That was the first one we thought yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Eilish says somebody, somebody please give that girl a cup of coffee. It's got to be hard to sing in your sleep. <laughs> Billy, snap out of it. <laughs> that's, Bra- her, that's her style. <laughs> Brandon has never seen a James Bond movie. Debbie from Laguna Niguel says, I've never seen a James Bond movie either. All right. All right. The two of you can watch Goldfinger oh. together. I think it's a date. I think it's a date. He'll be right down, Debbie, with some uh, VHS tapes under his arm. Oh, God. <laughs> Christina, what do you think is the best Bond theme of all time and why? GoldenEye is the top. It was a new Bond. It was the name of his of Ian Fleming's island. Mm-hmm. It was it's Tina Turner, and it's just, oh, it was awesome. Oh, yeah, um, Tina Turner. Yeah. i got to look backup, that one up. The backup is the Casino Royale, which was not... James Bond. It was the spoof of James Bond. Oh, the one with uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, and honestly, that was that was the only time the man who was who was uh, the inspiration of James Bond got to be James Bond, David Niven. There you go. It's a funny movie. It's just weird. Thank you. Forgot about this. Oh yeah, she felt my breath. Oh, that was Pierce Brosnan, his first movie as James Bond. Wow. I remember we had him in the studio with us before that movie was announced. 
And I said, dude, you've got to be James Bond. You're the only one who can save this thing. He goes, yes, I'd like to do that. And I said, yeah, do it, do it, do it. Okay, okay. Well, wasn't it, wasn't it he wanted to do it and then Remington Steel came up and then he Here's couldn't do it? Here's what happened. You remember I told you this story. This is only a story that was told to me by somebody who knew the Broccoli family. That he had come over from Ireland. They had his teeth fixed. And he was ready to be James Bond, and then something happened between his late wife and the Broccoli. See, they were staying at their house, and there was some accusation of something mm. that had happened. Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden, he wasn't James Bond. And then he went and did Remington Steel. And then when they, they did it with the Hoosa Fawcett's, the worst James Bond of all time, who was a very nice guy. I forget his name. Anyway, That's so then, uh, then finally, his... And Timothy Dalton, you're Timothy talking Timothy Dalton, about. and yes. a wonderful guy. Yeah, but a terrible bond. Terrible bond. Yeah. So, so then, about a year had passed, and we were at, actually at Disney World with him, and we were in the radio studio down there, and it was like, I think, the one-year anniversary of his wife's uh, passing. And the broccoli said, okay, now you can do James Oh, Bond. dear. Yeah. Ooh. That's, what I, that's what I heard. That's just, I don't know if that's true or not, but that mm. was the... Uh, that was the gossip that we heard from somebody. Will, good morning. What do you think? It is, you only live twice. And who sang that? Uh, oh, God. Oh, it was the little English lady, wasn't it? Was it Shirley Bassey again? Uh, no, no. I. you know what? That part of it I don't remember. What I do remember is the setting was in Japan. And it, it was, you know, all of the ladies that were in this movie, uh, particularly the one that developed a relationship with... Uh, Sean. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Let me give you another little bit of trivia on that movie. Do you remember the scene where he gets into a fight with like the sumo, the big sumo guy, and he picks up the couch and hits him with it? And Oh, yeah. You know who that was? That was Dwayne Johnson's father. That was The Rock's dad. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that was in the office. I remember. Now, The Rock would be a good James Bond. No. No. No? No, don't think so. Too big. Too big? You can't be undercover when you look like that. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. All right. (laughs) Hello, Governor! Oh, yay! Oh, yay! Oh, yes. Oh, yay! Oh, yes, you're playing my tune. Uh, Yes, uh, (laughs) Sir Sir, uh, Connery, as you were knighted by the queen herself. Yeah, she took her sword and <laughs> dubbed me Shashan. Well, good thing that happened then, because according to a royal biographer, Queen Elizabeth is almost ready to hand off her scepter. Yep, she is almost ready to retire and pass the throne. <laughs> to, no, Archie. to Archie. Wow. No, not to is you, Is it Archie. a mandatory retirement <laughs> age? To Prince Charles. <laughs> Mommy, right. I'm about to be, I'm about to become, I think I just pooped my pants. <laughs> it's a little too much for me, don't you think? King at last, king at last, if this guy named Robert Jobson is right. Robert Jobson. yes. Jobson. Yes. Yes. He says, when the queen turns 95, can you believe it, which will be in six months, she will most likely step down and give Charles the monarchy. Camilla is arranging the party. (laughs) She's baking a cake. Come here, darling. Baking a cake. Do they throw a party when that happens? Yes, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Charles is going to turn 72 on uh, November 14th, and the queen feels he's finally ready. I'm how old? <laughs> 72. Oh, God. <laughs>
<laughs> and you're He'll now never finally be king. ready. He'll never be king. Well, according to this uh, Roy Jobson or oh, what does Rob, he know? John, Jobson, Rob Johnson, <laughs> whatever his name is, he's knows? not the only one saying it. There's another royal watcher who reports for Newsweek, and he agrees. What are they watching? She's he, 95. He, She's still hot. He says. Cabbage with your crown on and nothing there, else. There is a royal shakeup coming. That's what this other guy says. Uh, this guy says that he doesn't think the queen wants to give up the crown. Of course but not. She will have to, he says. Now, why, why? does she have to? Why, why do I have yeah, to? Yeah, why do you no, have to? No, no, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, if this is going to be the last year uh, that the queen is queen, if mummy, you will. Mummy, will my face be on the money now? <laughs> no. No? You, your ears are no. too big. My, you can't. can't fit on the bills. You can't fit on the bills. Why, why, why mummy, why did you call me jug ears? <laughs> Why did you say I'll never be king? You're going to be king in about six months. Megan is killing me off, killing Wills and the entire family. Speaking of Harry and Megan, don't you think they should go home for Christmas if this is going to be the last reigning year, uh, Christmas year for the queen? Mm, Sure. Yeah, well, they're not. (laughs) They're not going home anytime soon. In fact, at least for the next nine months. One could almost get the feeling that Megan doesn't care, give a rat's butt what the queen thinks. I think you're right about that. Mm -hmm. All right, and... uh, uh, this is something else we learned this morning, that Prince William had uh, the coronavirus back in April, the same time his dad oh, yes. had it. We're quite uh, you know, devious. <laughs> they sent a Chinese robo-fly with a virus over to kill the brother. Well, so that, calm so down over there, Philip. Ar- Archie could calm be on the down. throne. Archie is not going to ever see Jughead that Along with Jughead and Reggie, Betty and Veronica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Will says he kept it under wraps because he didn't want anyone to worry about their future king. Of course. You know, right after Charles, yeah. it will be Wills. That'll be about five minutes later. <laughs> during, the, <laughs> during the time that Wills was sick, he said he still managed to fulfill all his phone and video engagements, but he did admit that there was one point he was really scared. He had a lot of trouble breathing. They immediately moved him into another area of the palace. They quarantined him, <laughs> and the palace doctors treated him. Better. Me too. So, by the way, there's an old interview with Princess Di. Where she says she hopes that Charles will step aside and let Wills. Yes, I remember her saying that. Remember that? that? I remember quite a few people saying that. And then suddenly she was gone. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, I'm just saying. No, that's. (laughs) What are you going to do? I'm like, hello, we're quite the bad family. (laughs) All right. What do you like, the royal mob? Worst in the mob. Yeah, I guess so. You have a sword and a crown. A sword. A sword and a crown. A sword. When did I turn into Joan Rivers? All right, listen. um, He's doing fine, Prince William. He made his first appearance last month with the Queen. And, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe this is wrong, and maybe these two royal watchers are watching another movie, because maybe Wills will take over the throne, and Charles will take a back seat, but uh, I wouldn't hold your breath, because blue, not a good color on They've you. been watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> you're, you're playing Game of Thrones. We're playing the Game of Thrones, and uh, the harsh winter is coming. Yes, winter is oh, coming. Oh, yes.